1: Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Time to talk some international rugby. Uh, it was on, it can't be ignored. Uh, we knew that the All Blacks would take on the USA Eagles, and we knew uh, that it would be a pretty one-sided affair, even bearing in mind that the All Blacks had... Uh, a much more experienced bench, in fact, than they had. Actually, 15 on the park. The caps outnumbered the bench outnumbered the, by about 120. A lot of new talent there on show. That uh, we knew that um, it would be one-sided, but did we really think it would be that one-sided? Well, to talk about us now, uh, talk about now was uh, Carl Tanana, uh, of course, former New Zealand sevens great, Sky Sport rugby commentator, who was involved and in, in calling the game for Sky Sport. Uh, good morning to you, uh, KT. Uh, tough was it? a Tough game to call. Was it a tough, tough one to call because you, you're getting those pictures from the host broadcaster? They didn't appear to be that rugby savvy. Some of the people involved there.
0: <laughs> yeah, mornings for the yeah. I mean, um, as you know, it's uh, when, when, you, when you're under the gun from from another host broadcaster who's doing their pictures. There's some random stuff that come up, but um, I think. I think you just have to flow with it like the All Blacks did going over there. You know, they were shaking hands and taking pictures and, and doing all the right things and saying all the right things and uh, just to be involved. Uh, it was always a, it was a pleasure with the All Blacks, uh, as you know, been there for few years, you know. So uh, it was cool, cool, cool to be a part of, but yeah, it was a tough call. I mean, like you said, it was, we always knew the result. It was just how much, you know, and um, I, I think, I, I think, you know, the, the, the All Blacks, you know, I've seen a lot of comments from about, the whole situation with the All Blacks and the score and stuff. But, I mean, you got you, the Tier 1 teams have to play the Tier 2 teams. At some stage, to get them better, you know? And, I mean, we thrashed the Japanese in a World Cup by 120-odd, I think, or 140-odd, actually. Um, you know, and now they're making a quarter-final in a World Cup, so we had to start somewhere and get on the All Blacks for doing that, you know? They've played Tonga, they played uh, Fiji, and now they've gone away and played the U.S., so, I mean, they're doing their part.
1: Okay, let's uh, let's let's break it down. I mean, uh, for a start, I mean, I, I think uh, I saw a USA player smiling at the Harker. Now that doesn't tend to end well, does it? Really, so it, it <laughs> tends to fire. It does tend to fire the camp up somewhat.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you've got to a look on it from these east side. These guys have come from um, come from basically the, the major league club rugby, you know, and then it's the first time these guys would have ever seen it. They've, i have heard about facing the Haka uh, you know but I think for them it wasn't a disrespectful thing I think it was more of a oh well thing you know the the main your blacks this is the mm. Haka uh, you know they're, they're pumping themselves up as the Yanks do but I mean um, while on TV you can turn the TV off you can't do that live and I think they sort of realised pretty quick in that first half that um, it was for real and so yeah I, I know a lot of them said about that the smiling stuff but I think for them it was more of a well, this is the haka type thing, and this is what it means. And um, a lot of the American football teams and college teams, and they actually do the haka. So I think it was, it was more along that line. So I don't see it as disrespectful. I did not feel, feel that anyway.
1: No, okay, fair enough. Let's um, let's look at the, the performance that uh, that most impressed you from uh, an All Black point of view. Let's uh, let's start with the wingers. How, how did you feel? Um, uh, Will Jordan and, and George Bridge went.
0: Yeah, I mean, Will Jordan, he was everywhere, you know. And, and, and yeah, you know, the 100th game against the Springboks, they, they didn't play well, the, the two wingers, you know. So um, I think this was a kickback performance for them and um, one that they really got their confidence up. But just, just with Jordan, his um, his ability and timing into the line is just unreal. And I think that's the thing uh, that sets him apart from anywhere else. Uh, any other winger in New Zealand at the moment is his, his timing into the line. I mean, that, I think that last try that he got, I mean, that was just... Unreal! That was Christian Cullen like, you know, and I don't like saying that because I know how good Cullen is, and um, mm. you know, but that, that, that's sort of what he reminds me of. He's just so smooth across the deck, and uh, I think I thought he was a one yesterday.
1: So, if we were starting, um, say, we're starting against Ireland or perhaps France tomorrow, what would your back three look like, then, on on what you've seen so far on this tour?
0: Yeah, I, I think Dee He like that game suited him because it was loose, but I still think Geordie Barrett, um, I think he's our starting 15, I think, at the moment, just with um, the Irish game plan, you know, I think would will be obviously a bit more polished. So I, I think he's he's the number one fifteen. 15. I, I still like uh, Sevi Rees. I like the combative nature of him, so I, I'd have him on one side. Well, even, well, actually, it depends what he's doing in the centres, right, I suppose, because really, I, I actually think Rico's a natural natural left flee then i'd have um, i'd have will jordan on the one side so for me i'd have Rico will jordan and um and and, and um, Barrett at the in the fifteen
1: quiterpiare uh very impressive in the midfield
0: oh he was he was massive oh, i think he's made a real headache um for the next game i, I just like the way he was um he, he was just getting getting that game line you know and we know it's an all black back line that's probably what released the back three was him um hitting those up uh that, that, that ball up he was on those exit, he was the first guy receiving that pill and, and getting right over the advantage line. So I, I think um, him going forward is going to be—he's um, he's going to be a—he's going to be L12, I think, um, in a, in a not you know, near distant future. So I wouldn't be surprised if he starts one of these big games.
1: Okay, let's inch forward to the number nine jersey. Uh, where do you think the pecking order is now? Bearing in mind, of course, Aaron Smith is not available until uh, next year. Uh, how do you see the pecking order there as we head to the serious stuff?
0: Yeah, Finlay Christie, man, I, I his his defensive work, I know he, he's so quick to the ball and um he had a free run with the at the breakdown so it was so clean. But his defensive work, he made a couple of really massive stops there. So I, I think he's um another guy uh, that really put his hand up to to get in that um that second half back position. You know, T J come on. Um, you know he's a different player, but he he made a couple of um Funny passes and and, and accurate passes, um, which uh, I think um, you know certainly didn't you know and, and, and under pressure. So I just like the way he reads the game very much, like Aaron Smith. But um, just his defensive work, I, I think he's just so strong around that breakdown for for you. Such a small dude, he's quite unassuming, but he's like George Gregan. He's got that natural power, it's just for So I think he's um and he's pushing Brad Whittle for their second spot.
1: Um, forwards, we we'll just touched on the forwards briefly, uh, the loose, uh, I think one of, the, one of the unanswered questions really is our top loose forward trio at the moment, bit of game time for mm-hmm. uh, Sam Kane, Dane Coles getting back into the mix as well of course which was uh, the pluses, Sam Whitelock back on duty and leading the side but uh, the loose forward area, uh, Luke Jacobson pretty impressive at number 6 and um, I, I guess uh, if there was any thought that Akira uh, Ioani had the position sewn up, uh, the likes of Blackadder and Jacobson uh, certain, certainly, really stepping forward.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think with Jacobson, we've seen a support play just unreal, and he's he's adaptable. We've seen him at eight, and now we've seen him at six, and he's looked comfortable in both. Um, and also Blackadder, you know, he's that grunty number six, old school, that um, physical and smashes smashes blokes. You know, so I mean, Jacobson. The game once again. The game, the game sort of suited him, being able to, to, to get out wide but still do his yard. So, I mean, against the big pack, I think you go with Blackadder because he's just, he's just tight. He's like a Kino and and uh, JC Jerry Collins, where he can just um, have that physical presence. You know, not that Jacobson doesn't, but I think um, Blackadder just brings that little bit of extra starch which you would need up in Europe. You know, so it's, um, but yeah, Jacobson again is causing a number of headaches. I'm sure uh, going forward. Um, with
1: utility sort of tag he can, he can do when that looks forward. I'm, I'm a little bit worried, I've got to say. I mean, you know, you, you mentioned before, and you made a good point that we did beat uh, Japan by a very, very big margin uh, uh, all those years back. And then, of course, I've turned around and I've done relatively well at World Cups, knocking over South Africa, in fact. Uh, but I worry about this from the United States' point of view because it's been a long time in the mix, this, for me, uh, and it doesn't appear as if they have closed... A gap uh, if anything, it might have linked, and so there must be some pressure on the likes of Gary gold, their head coach, and the way they look at things um uh, and you know just are they do it going about it the right way Carl
0: yeah, well, a lot of their players all, the, all their the overseas players couldn 't play that 's why they had all those major league rugby guys um he, he actually didn 't start a number of um his top guys either, so these young, he sort of chucked these those young blokes, uh to the Bulls, to a degree, Gary Gold. So, I think you know they 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 use it as a promotion for the game, obviously. But then also also I think they use your blacks uh, to announce their ambitions to hold a World Cup. I know World Rugby in particular is keen to get the game over there. And um, so it was more of a platform uh, for for it to get rugby to get in the consciousness of the of the Americans. They love the number one teams, regardless, you know. And they and they support their fans. They uh, the fans support, them regardless of the result, they have a good time and they got to put on a show. So. I think yeah, I mean losing to Uruguay is probably not the best. Um, we're not going into playing All Blacks team and that sort of carry on. But I think um, once again, um, everyone knows. I mean, today you knows, you know, well, rugby knows so that that's the next um, frontier for for rugby to get get amongst and obviously get the financial. Um, uh, financials done over that side as well so it's, um, yeah, I mean I wish they didn't get the three figures, that's not good for anyone but I think in the second half, when they did hold phases, they, they were able to they showed that they were able to actually breach the All Blacks line, they, they've never scored a try ever against the All Blacks and they got two yesterday so, you know, I think for, for a such young squad that's never experienced that game speed one of the top teams in the world, they adapted quite quickly so they just need more time under the belt and more exposure to top teams
1: Meanwhile, at home, uh, the NPC charges on well at limp sign actually because there's a lot of <laughs> sides not able to take part. A lot of games aren't uh, eventuating. Um, so, what have you made of of what you've been uh, seeing in in, in uh, some of those NPC games overall?
0: Yeah, I I I, I um I'm with Neil Barnes. Uh I know he had a cracker at the insider about um they're not being finals. You know, the ladies had their, their playoffs and, and still had promotion and relegation. I'm still the same. I think you've got to be fluid in these situations and these competitions and these guys are, are, are like you say, they're, they're playing where they can. This team's pulling out and um, we'll stop because, uh, you know, this this weekend we'll trade passion and Sean Maimili and stuff like that. But I still think, um, you know, sports, massive, um, massive platform for people to enjoy in these, in these pretty shock, shocking times, you know, and, uh, even uh, on, your, on your platform, being able to talk sport, it increases it, it a lot of people, you know. So I still think um, there should be a winner, there should be promotion and relegation. And, um, you know, we just need to sort out our competition because the Premiership Championship is hard to understand. A lot of times there's crossovers and this and that. I think there's some people that are just making up decisions and confuse people and it's just hard to follow. So I think we just need a simple competition and everyone likes and can get people again and enjoy.
1: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm with you and Barnsley on that as well. I think there still has to be incentive regardless. If you can play, there's got to be a reason why. Uh, and and um, I think they might have missed the boat. Their 8-6 split for me wouldn't have been too much of an issue. And I know the television people wouldn't worried about it one iota as long as they're getting rugby on. Uh, look, uh, the other thing before we let you go, uh, and you touched on it, um, the tragic passing of, of Sean Wainui. Uh, at such a young age, really terrible uh, thing. Um, and Carl, you would have known him, um, you know, and uh been associated with him they farewelled him uh, with a tongue yesterday and in, in the poverty bay region which uh, were his roots of course but it's a left a big hole in the game and a lot of people thinking
0: yeah yeah and i think he just had some because he was so young and he was in his prime and and um you know played for a lot of teams so it's it's a uh, degree of separation right um I, oh yeah like you say i know him personally he's a great young man he's a great kid always said you know, hello and come up and and, and had a chat, you know, so he was that type of guy that um, would talk to anyone and I suppose that's why the response has been how it's been, you know, so it just hit the same, you know, like uh, you know, I've got a, I've got a son, same his age you know, I don't know, uh, you know, if he'd pass, um, you know, it that, would that, hurt real hard, so it's, um, it's just one of those things you know, that's always hard and, and the rugby community, I suppose, as you know, is, is, is close and these situations they got together in support of each other um, you know, which is, which is always a, a cool thing in such a sad time.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, just finally, really, before we let you go, mate, um, uh, what, are, what are you expecting now in these uh, four games coming up in Europe? Um, I, you know, Italy uh, will be incredibly um, uh, competitive, I would imagine, Ireland-Wales with that pride of theirs, and, and maybe the unpredictability of France. Um, so I, I think a, a lot more testing and a lot more to look forward to. What, what are your expectations?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to their France test. I think um, uh, I've, I've covered a couple of uh, number of the players uh, in the under twenties now. They've come to the top grade, and uh, they're going to be a, a pretty strong unit um, going forward. Especially with the World Cup uh, next year at home, they're, they're going to be tough to beat. You know, so it's going to be a testing time for for the All Blacks. I think more um, people don't realise how tough uh, this French team are. It'd be interesting to see how Ireland pull up, but. Uh, Wales as well. It's their first uh, cab they get. So, as you know, Smitty, always a tough place to go and play and hearing that anthem and they're so passionate. For, uh, um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to see how um, how the All Blacks react um, moving on from the rugby championship and how they deal with uh, some of these um, these packs um, up, up up in the northern hemisphere.
1: KT, always great uh, to catch up, mate. Uh, fantastic. Uh, I know you're feeling it at the moment, so uh, we wish you all a uh, all the best in that. Uh, look, because it's Labor Day, you can double your invoice too. When you send it in, double it because, you know, <laughs> it's a holiday.
0: Hey, we triple it all eh? overtime. That's us, Mitty.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll sign it off. Don't worry, man. <laughs> all the best, KT. Cheers, brother. <laughs> all the best, KT. Lovely to talk, mate. Thank you.